we are into the sixth match week of football in the English Premier League. Five games in the book for all the teams, and now we are up to match week six. Uh, got a full slate of games this weekend. We got some good ones. Uh, definitely going to want to stick around for this. This is the Red Card Radio Preview Show. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, whatever you're listening from. Thanks for tuning in. Red Card Radio is a weekly look at the Premier League. Uh, and this week we got the, or right now, uh, end of your week, we've got the preview of Match Week 6. Uh, got 10 games coming at you this weekend on, across Saturday and Sunday. Just finished the slate of midweek matches. Uh, some some good games there as well, but, but we're here to focus on the preview coming in. Uh, so we're just going to quickly... Uh, run down that list of games before we talk about some specific games. But we kick off Saturday morning with the Merseyside Derby uh, at Goodison Park. Everton are hosting Liverpool, uh, one of the biggest games in English football. Uh, that should, I mean, it's exciting. Uh, it's a derby. Uh, both these teams are kind of in, in flux right now, so maybe, it'll, maybe it will be a close game, but I don't think so. <laughs> Continuing on, Brentford will be hosting Leeds. Chelsea host West Ham United in a London derby Saturday morning. Newcastle uh, welcome Crystal Palace to St. James Park. Uh, Nottingham Forest will be hosting Bournemouth. Uh, second second London derby of the weekend. Spurs are hosting Fulham. Wolves will be hosting Southampton. We got Villa hosting City. And then on Sunday, Brighton and Leicester in the early match. And then up at Old Trafford, we've got Manchester United versus Arsenal. That is going to be a good one as well. Um, might have an El Sacchio in Villa versus City. Oh. You, you think about that? Second El Sacchio? I mean. <clears throat> well, we didn't know Liverpool Bournemouth was an El Sacchio, but. We did not. But that one might be. That one might be. Um um, do you do you do you think if uh, if if City put about a hundred past Villa that that Gerard's done? Then we could do this quickly. We don't we we didn't we didn't actually hey. anticipate talking about this, but I mean, let's, no. you don't think so? No. You think you think Villa survive? Or you no, think you no? Think, I'm, you think Gerard survives? Gerard survives. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't think I don't think Villa are. Ex- All right. So you're saying it's not. It's zero, zero nil nine. Yeah, same, same, same score. Just to be fair. Yeah. Nil yeah, just, nine. Yeah, just to be fair. Does does your Ger, Gerard get sacked? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that's a question. Yeah, you, you could. Yeah, he gets, he gets sacked at, at home. Yeah. At home. Yeah, he might not leave the stadium before he gets <laughs> before he gets sacked. All right, let's uh, let's move up to the Merseyside Derby. Uh, that is Everton. Hosting, uh, hosting Liverpool. What are we? Uh, what are we making this one, Sean? What are we expecting out of out of this match? All right. So I've learned my lesson. Okay. So I don't know if I said this on the pod uh, at all last week. Uh, probably didn't. I probably forgot. Um, I had a good buddy who bets fairly often, responsibly. That's and good. usually does usually does well because he usually listens to good advice. He did not get any last week. <laughs> um, Is he an avid listener of Red Card Radio? Because if he does, you should tell him to never listen to me because apparently I give bad advice. I will inform him of that, but he probably won't listen for betting advice because of me. He <laughs> texted me on um, fr- uh, Monday, 
mm-hmm. of the Liverpool United game. Oh, okay. And and said, "Am I stupid for putting money plus four fifty onto Manchester United?" And I said, "Yes." Which basically, if you do not bet, just means if you bet four hundred, uh, or if you bet one hundred, you win four fifty plus your hundred back. Um, and that's for United to win. And I was like, "Yes, you're stupid for that." United are awful. <laughs> Liverpool are better than their results than they said. The I was I'd said to him the only thing that you have going in your favor on the United side is that this is a rivalry game, heated un, unlike most other in England. So it is probably going to be a close game, just like Duke UNC would be, even if neither of them are good. Yeah, it's always going to be a good game because they hate each other. Yeah, and. Look at what happened. So we can we can look at this game and think Everton are poop, Liverpool are poop, but better poop. Liverpool should steamroll this game, but they both hate each other. So who the F knows? All I'm saying for this game for betting purposes is don't bet on it. Yeah. Don't I never bet on whenever I used to bet it, not like I quit, by the way, I didn't need to quit gambling. I just stopped. Because I just put like $20 on and then the $20 ran out, so I never put more money on. But um, <laughs> I just, so I just stopped. But if I were still betting, I don't bet rivalry games because you just don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's so much emotional intangible that you cannot analyze on paper yeah. that go into rivalry games. So who knows? It's basically my. Analyst uh, analysis. I think it would be wild uh, if Everton were to win the match. I don't think there's. I don't think that there's any chance that, that happens. Um, How long is D- DCL out? I think I saw that he's supposed to be back in training next week. So like after okay. after the Liverpool. But like, let's be honest. Dominic Calvert Lewin is not helping Everton to beat Liverpool. No, no, I'm, I was just curious because he, he was out for the majority of last year and came back at the yes. end and it's essentially assisted them not to not get relegated. And then I guess picked up something in the offseason and now is out for a little bit. And, I'm, you know, you don't want to write two freak injuries off of – because I know the one last year during the season was not not something – you know, it could have happened to anybody. That's not yeah. some, That's not an injury-prone player. You know what I mean? It, it's not something that just happens to an injury-prone player. It could have happened to anybody. Um, and then I don't know what happened in the offseason, but uh, you know, this starts to continue. Then you got to worry about you got to worry about the kid's future of like, all right, how what's what's going to happen, man? My uh, my thought process today when I I I, I was watching the the Everton Leeds match, and I was like. Man, I'm really happy that Arsenal didn't actually sign him. Arsenal were linked to to Dominic Calvert-Lewin for many many weeks in the spring, and I'm very glad that we did not sign him. Yeah, yeah, just seems yeah you would have started without him. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's move down to the capital. Uh, we've got two yeah. London derbies coming up. We're going to start first with Chelsea and West Ham. Um, that's going to be at Stamford Bridge. Uh, Chelsea, who are all over the place right now. Um, West Ham, who have not had a good start to the season. Um, and 
I'm going to venture. I'm going to give credence to Fulham and say the only good games that Chelsea have played this year are Fulham and Tottenham. Because the only time I have watched the game and seen Chelsea be good was Tottenham. But maybe that was because I was undervaluing how good Fulham is. Because I watched the first game of the season with Chelsea, Fulham, and Fulham looked just as equal to Chelsea. But they also seemed to be just as look, just as much equal to anybody at the top so far. They looked equal to Liverpool. Well, so Chelsea, like, oh, I'm confused. Chelsea haven't played Fulham yet. They played Everton in the first match week. Well, then maybe. Are you, are you just talking generally about Fulham looking? Yeah. Oh, okay. okay yes. Sorry. Yeah, I, yes. Yes. I, I, I couldn't. I, I was. I had a hard time. Because they. Yeah. Because Fulham looked equal to Liverpool. Yeah. So 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 maybe. Um, yeah. So so Chelsea. The the only good game that I'm giving them is Tottenham. So. Yeah, I, I don't know if they're good. I don't know if they just played up the Tottenham and then every. I mean, then we're seeing their true colors everywhere else. Yes, I don't. So Chelsea, Chelsea have beaten Everton, who everyone should beat Everton, but they've had they've had stinker results. I mean, they, they beat Leicester, which was an impressive result, down to ten men. Um, I don't know if that's more a a product of Chelsea were were good in that match or or Leicester were were just very very bad in that match. Um, but yeah, I, I I don't know what we're gonna get out of Chelsea this weekend. Um, they're they're kind of up and down very much. Um, you know, I, I would look at on paper Chelsea versus West Ham. I just expect Chelsea to beat West Ham, but I I don't know if that's a good expectation. Um, now, of course, West Ham have had a torrid start to the season. Three losses. They they did beat Aston Villa. Um, uh, kind of an awkward awkward situation that we're in recording this podcast because. Uh, I'm going to break the fourth wall a little bit. The The latter half of the fifth match week games haven't happened as we're recording this, so we can't really draw on the result of the West Ham Spurs match to kind of inform our decision necessarily about this Chelsea match. So generally speaking, um, you know, maybe West Ham get a result against Spurs. I don't know. Um, but, you know, if, if, if I expect West Ham to have lost that game and then they play Chelsea, I, I just don't. I don't see how West Ham they they do they have not looked good this year is I guess my point. Um, so I would expect Chelsea to to win that match. Now I think I think Spurs and Fulham is a more interesting matchup if if I'm being completely honest because Fulham have been good. Um, Fulham have been good this year, and even though the I mean I think the results I think the results show that as well that they've been good. Um, do you are you concerned at all against playing Spurs or against Spurs playing Fulham? Are you concerned at all as a Spurs fan? Of course, um, of course they look they look strong. Um, and I, as I said preseason, so you can pull those tapes. Um, Mitrovic looks every bit the task. Um, That's a fair and, point. I think we I think Brad and I both discounted Mitrovic. Um, to our, yeah, own de- be, be, to our own yeah, detriment. Yeah. Brad pulled the stats of the last time he was up, and 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 I also wanted him to pull the last time this last time Lukaku was up in the stat <laughs> up in the league too. Like what? Like what are we pulling? Like you're just pulling sh- shit from years ago. 
Um, like it, it, once you get on a goal score, it's kind of like being a pitcher or, or a shooter in baseball. Like once you get in a form, you get in a groove, you get confidence, you start playing in your own game, and maybe you find a manager that clicks well with you and 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 football, and that just seems to be what happened to Mitrovic. That you know, like like we said uh, that we we looked up and the the man had thirty goals, and it was like February, and yeah. of course it's the championship, and they played. What probably they play six more games um, yes. yeah. up there. They think they play, yeah. yeah. So they play six more games up there. But you know, it was February, and the guy had thirty goals. I yeah. think he finished with close to forty. He's forty-three. Forty-three. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Even which, better. It, it would basically. It should just basically be a hundred. Like the dude scored a lot of goals last year. It's insane. Yeah. Um, and he's kicked on, and he's looked. Yeah. I, I think even more than necessarily the specific total number of goals that he's scored so far this season, he's looked a threat. He is looked yeah. threatening. He is getting, Very much. getting in positions. Um, he doesn't, he looks, he's a big, broad, strong center forward. Um, and yeah. he, he's Who not, can move? Yeah. Who can move? And it was comfortable with the ball at his feet. It's, it, he doesn't look, he doesn't look out, outmatched by the center backs in the Premier League, um, which two years ago when Fulham were up, he did. But yeah. now, um, to your point, he's, he's on a strong vein of form. Uh, he, he he looks like a handful. Um, I still he does, I, he does not. He doesn't look like Andy Lambert. <laughs> okay, there we go. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I, I I expect Spurs to win this game. Um, I, I expect I, the same. I, I think Spurs should recognize, and I, th- I think Conte is the type of manager that won't look past Fulham. Uh, you know, I think I think Spurs will respect Fulham, but I think that that, that Spurs should control that game. That they should. Um, I, I think they should see it through. Um, I don't. I, I Conte strikes me as the type of manager, um, more on the vein of a Billichek. If you're an NFL fan, uh, of not just like Pep Guardiola to the to the like Nick Saban will 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 talk up the opposing team the week before. They're really good players. They yeah. you know they play with inspiring form every week. Uh, but Conte strikes me the type to be like, yeah, we're going to play with confidence. And he's going to talk about his own team, and then he's going to get in the meeting room. And he's going to like slam the the desk back and be like, <laughs> look at this, get on this tablet and tell me what you see with this Mitrovic guy yeah. because this is incredible. You guys need to be on your gate, like, and show them this is no slouch. Yeah, you know, like put it, put it on the big screen. You guys think you're going to push over this guy? Yeah. And, and and like break them down like and put the fear of God in them. Oh, what's his name? And it's it's beyond that. Like Fulham, oh, I need to pull up his name. They've got the what's his name? I need to pull it up real quick. He's the Jamaican guy. I feel bad. Like the the attacking player. Um, where where are we? Hey, hey. attackers. Hold on. For um, much as D, we've made D, fun Cordo- of D Cordova Reed, he is. A oh, D, D, D Cordova Reed is a baller man. Yo. He was putting in some. Balls, yes. Like these, 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 this, this attacking, this attacking core for Fulham is is yeah. really strong, in my opinion. I think that 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 we kind of meme on on Mitrovic a little bit because of two years ago in the Premier League, but this is a different Mitrovic. And De Cordova Reed is is in in the thick of things. He is he is pacey. He is good on the ball. Um, so I, I think that I mean. Spurs have looked really good defensively throughout this season, but but I think they they will have a, a, their handful definitely coming into this match. 
I want I wanted to make sure I had it I had it pulled up. Yeah. Um so when Scott Parker was at Fulham, um so this was a, a comment made about someone I really trust uh who seems to have really good analytics. Um and this is a compliment to Fulham and their recruitment because this is back when Parker had Fulham. This is a couple of years ago. Uh, the early second from Bournemouth after four games. Um, but his job at Fulham said a lot about Parker in a negative way. He didn't have the he didn't have the spaces to put this. His squad was so much better than Silva's is currently. He he uh, so all of this I'm filling in things that he can't put in with this the characters he has provided. So Parker had Anguisa, Joachim Anderson, uh, Lookman, uh, Robert Loftus Cheek, and Mitrovic. Uh, who he froze out, yet only 28 points. His setups are naive and don't maximize the players he has. So if you take that, look at Joachim Anderson at Palace. He's doing great. Lookman doing great. I don't know where Anguisa is, uh, but Loftus-Cheek is a great player for Chelsea. He's been starting for Chelsea. And and Mitrovic is a great player for Fulham. So you take that with Silva's current team, which just speaks to one Fulham's recruitment, and two, Silva's willingness to let players grow and Parker's constrictedness, maybe that had something to do with Bournemouth <laughs> firing him. But awesome. that is that is an in-depth look from somebody that I technically I trust on Twitter. I don't just scroll past. Yeah, I, I think this I think this will be if if you had to choose between which game to watch, if you're just like a, an avid if you're a football fan and you're like, it's 10 o'clock on Saturday and you need to pick a game to, ma- to watch, I, it would have, it, between those two specifically, between the Chelsea West Ham and yeah. the Spurs Fulham game, I'm picking the Spurs Fulham game. And, yeah. I, and I detest Fulham. I'm, and I detest Spurs because I'm an Arsenal fan. But yeah. I think that's going to be a better game. Speaking of which, before we get to your game, we need to cut out some of these d- London derbies. We, I, I can't have derbies with Palace and Fulham and Brentford and well, and West Ham. They're not real teams. They're not real teams. Let's agree. We'll just relegate Chelsea, and that's one less on the. Uh, All right. Yeah, we got. Yep. The problem. I think I think the entire podcast agrees. Yeah. That we could just relegate Fulham or relegate Chelsea. I just think, get Fulham out. They're over there too. Fulham. No, Fulham in the south. No, just relegate Brentford too. Yeah, they're over there in the yeah. west. Let's uh, let's just delete Chelsea. They they go into administration, sell off all their assets. They are banned from yeah. ever being a thing yeah. again, and done saves the day. Yeah. Um, maybe we could turn Stamford Bridge into nice, like a nice affordable housing setup. Um, you know, fill I, it up. I claim Mason Mount though. I claim Mason Mount. Okay. We're we're claiming players. Well, they're free agents now. Oh, okay, just. <laughs> Who, if I could have anyone off Chelsea right now, who would it be? Mount's, Mount's the only plug and play on our team. I mean, he's young and he is, yeah. I mean, I think I, mean, every, I think everyone would say N'Golo Conte is an upgrade over their current center defensive midfielder, but he's older. Um, Eduardo Mendy's really, you guys need a new goalkeeper. Hugo, Hugo is getting yeah. old. Eduardo yeah. Mendy's an option. It, Neither here nor there. Let's let's talk. Let's let's go up to to Old Trafford. Let's talk about uh about old Manchester United. Eric Ten Hag and the boys against Mikel Arteta. This uh this is a big rivalry. These two clubs do not like each other. Um, of course, United uh, United are coming off of, you know, they they beat Southampton 
a week ago in the weekend they play Leicester which of course again we don't have the 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 luxury of knowing the result of that match at Arsenal of course play Villa as well we don't have the luxury of knowing that result um I think this is going to be a good game I think that I think that United are this in in the same sense that United got up for the game against Liverpool I think United will be fired up. I think Casemiro plays for them. Anthony might play might play in this match for United. But I, if you're lucky, he might do a couple twirly birds for you. <laughs> yeah, I hope I hope to see that. Um, but Arsenal are different. I don't think Mikel Arteta will allow that team to not be emotionally and mentally ready for the game against United. Now, I think you know there's going to be some injury questions. Um, of course, with Partey and Mo Elneny, we'll, we'll, we'll certainly miss this match. So, I mean, Arteta's going to have to get creative in midfield. Um, I, and so I think it could be a tough a tough game for Arsenal through the middle of the park. I don't, I don't see why you don't still have... Are you thin at center back? I don't see why you don't still have your Jaka 6, well, Odegaard 8. Well, well they, uh, and then there's there's an interesting. Then, I I read an interesting theory today. Is play Ben White at the six? Play Ben White where Thomas Partey had been. Leave Jaka where he is, and bring Tamiyasu back into the side at right back. Um, and then yeah. I mean, that, oh, is not, he ready? Who? Tamiyasu. Tamiyasu. Uh, I think he should be. Um, I mean, he's played okay. thirty minutes here or there. Maybe he's not ready for a full ninety. I don't know. Um. But that could be an that would be an interesting lineup. It'll be interesting to see. And of course, again, sucks that we don't don't see this. What what Arteta will ultimately do against Villa. But I think um, I just never trust Arsenal away at Old Trafford. You know what I mean? Like to, you, in the same sense that you never trust Spurs away at Palace. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't trust Arsenal away at United. Maybe I'll be proven wrong, and we'll get a result there, and I'll be super ecstatic. Um, but it's Old Trafford's a tough place to play. I don't think that United will be bad. I, it's, I don't. I think we we were very quick to write United off this year. Um, mostly, I think for for jokes and for memes. Um, but it's still, for, it's, it's still Manchester my, United. It's Manchester for United. my for my own memes. I'm gonna <laughs> for my own memes. I'm. You say that's a heated rivalry for you guys? I hate Yeah, well, yeah, so was Liverpool and uh, United were talking about doing a walkout during their rivalry game, and I don't hear any whispers of them doing that for Arsenal coming in. Well, that's because they got got a... It it wasn't... Okay, A, that protest was really tame. Fake. Yeah. Fake. Talking about... I think it was muted, by the way. I don't think it was tame. I think it was muted. Well, but the thing is, it was it was certainly a thing outside of the ground. But the idea was that they were all going to come into the stadium and then leave the stadium. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but then no one left because they were winning the game. I thought that the, I thought that Old Trafford would empty if Liverpool got a goal um, and took the lead, but they never did. So Old Trafford stayed full. Um, yeah, I mean, I see your point about there. No one's calling for a walkout against against Arsenal. Just wanted to take a rib. But I just feel like that's a one-sided rivalry. It's not. It's not. You just don't you're not aware of the history between oh, Arsenal and United in the 2000s. Just like just like I'm supposed to be a rival with Leeds. 
Well, only if you talk to certain people on, on Twitter. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. go back to, uh, there's a lot of bad blood between them. Not necessarily this Arsenal team and this Manchester United team, but historically there's a lot of bad blood between oh, Arsenal sure, and Manchester United. I'm sure there was with, with Cantona and, and, uh, and Carrick and, and Scholes and, and Vieira and um, yeah, Perez. Oh, you had um, another one in the middle that was really feisty too. Yunberg, Freddie Yunberg. Uh, yeah, but yeah, like that. Those midfields battling each other. I'm sure there was. I'm probably sure there were some feisty challenges with some of those. Oh yeah, absolutely. So it'll be good. Um, which uh, should should we pick scores for some of these games? Let's let, since Brad's not you wanna, let's since Brad's, Brad's not, here, not here. Let's pick scores for yeah. Chelsea Chelsea West Ham. That's I think that's, that's, that's a, I think it's totally fair. I think since Brad's not here, we're also going to pick the score for Brad as if he were here, right? So yeah. All right. Well, Brad's definitely going to pick three nothing. Yeah, Brad is a hundred percent. Do you agree with that? Yeah, I think that that's something Brad would definitely say. What do three you nothing with like a Mount Brace? Uh, How do you think that game's going to end? 2-1 Chelsea. 2-1 Chelsea. All right. Yeah. I think I think you are you are probably right, but I'm going to take a 1-0 victory to West Ham just so okay. I can be diff- different. Um if you okay. if if you're looking for a game to watch as as a red card radio listener and you think that there's something you should watch, might I suggest to you Nottingham Forest versus Bournemouth. It's the uh, the championship matchup in the Premier League. Both those teams are newly promoted. It will be, uh, I think that should be a good one uh, for you to peruse. And of course, uh, when you do watch that one, I will need a detailed breakdown of that match in the the comments so that we can uh, we can talk about that next week. I want I want the commenters to tell me specifically on a scale of one to. The most possible. One to infinity. So the, one to infinity. One to infinity. How British does the forest manager look? Because oh, yeah. that is that is the most British looking man I have ever seen in my life. He's very hey, British. I, and I have looked for many years at Big Sam <laughs> and Sean Dyche. Well, I don't even know if Sean Dyche is British. Well, he is British. I don't know if he's English. How English does the Nottingham Forest manager look? It would be hilarious if he's not English. I'm looking it up right now. He's going to look up, but I'm going to go to the outro because that's all we got for you guys. That's the preview for match week six for the sixth match day. Um, If you're new here, we would love you to hit that subscribe button, hit the follow button, uh, leave us a comment in YouTube, uh, share. He's Welsh. Leave us a comment. Share this podcast with a friend. It would be really awesome. And we would really appreciate it. Um, you can hit us up on Twitter. That's at Whiteheart underscore Sean. I am at James Tiffany. Our absent party this week is at KS Brad G. We collectively can be reached at Redcard underscore radio. Uh, and that's all we've got for you this week. Uh, definitely watch some football this weekend. It should be a really, really good weekend for some for some for some matches. Uh, and check back with us next week where we break it all down for you and uh, make some more hilarious mistakes. Uh, but until then, we'll see you next time. Good night.